The, the title of my message today is Gifted for Giftings. Gifted for Giftings, okay? Now, many times, I don't know, uh, in the school system, when I, was, when I was in school, we always had the, the higher students, the middle students, and lower students, and all in the different grades. And I'm not going to tell you where I was at. But, uh, <laughs> but we know that there is a designation for gifted, meaning people who, who are... Um, well, I looked it up, and this, uh, the, the words that are similar to it are talented, skilled, able, exceptional, extraordinary, remarkable, and then having a great natural ability. Now, we would look here and look at the kids that were up here, and we could say they're gifted. They have a strong natural ability, but their natural ability needs something, needs it worked on, Okay. So in our lives, I believe that God has gifted every individual with special talents for who they are as, as a person. While you were yet in your mother's womb, the Bible says, God formed you. He knew you. And, he, and basically, he put in there everything that we would need in our life. All the skills and the abilities and all those things in place that we would need for our life. And what happens by life experiences is that we are tapping those giftings and we are either going to pull them out by faith or by grumbling and complaining that we are going to look at them and see how that they are going to develop us and develop our qualities and develop us as a person. Now, sometimes, you know, that now that I'm getting older... <laughs> Somebody said, you're old. I said, not yet. Uh, old is always about 20 years older than what you are. So you're not old until you reach that 20 years older than what you are. And in our life, we see that God has given to us special giftings. And I believe those giftings are things that, that we feel called to, but yet are afraid of. <laughs> We are called to, we, we do things, but yet we, we kind of are, hold them in reserve and say, well, you know, I'm not quite sure about this. You know, I'm just dabbling in something, you know, in this thing or that thing, you know, dabbling. For me, it was dabbling in writing. To be able to be a writer, to be a speaker was, first of all, you try this and you keep doing this, you keep developing. You know, when I was a teenager, even in college, even graduated from Bible school, I, I always thought I would be someplace second or third, <laughs> you know. There would be a main pastor, and then there would be somebody, you know, I would be second or third on the team somewhere. I never thought that I would be a speaker. I never thought that this would be something that I would be able to do. Because in my repertoire of giftings, speaking in front of people was not one of them. <laughs> this was not a gift that was you know, you open it up and there you are. It was something that you had to work at and work at and be preached longer and hours. And when hours turned into days of preaching and people finally fell over in the pew asleep, you knew that you had made it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> so we, we recognize that God has a place for us. <laughs> there, is a, there is a place 
There's a time and a place for us. There is a time for us in our lives, and there's places for us, and guess what? We run into those things all along. There are opportunities always disguised as problems that arise. And as we look at the scriptures, and like in Micah chapter 5, but you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler whose origins are in the distant past will come from you on my behalf. So Bethlehem has been designated as the spot where Jesus, the Messiah, is to be born. Now, when I ask, if I ask you the question, what is your favorite Christmas memory? What is your favorite Christmas memory? Any takers? Anybody have one? Everybody have one? Do you have a favorite? I never had a good one in all my life. I've been so poor and so bad. I got coal. At least you got coal to put in the furnace. Okay. <laughs> Did, you know, do you have a favorite memory? Every, anybody? Yes, Ruth. Okay, kids were little and opened up the presents. That's a good one. <laughs> Anyone else? Yes. Okay, going and picking out the tree on Christmas Eve. You see, we all have memories. And we all have events that have happened and transpired in our lives. Now some, you know, sometimes Christmas is a very difficult time of the year. It's not always the most wonderful time of the year. Sometimes it's a difficult time of the year because perhaps you had a time in your life in which you didn't know why you celebrated Christmas. It was just another holiday. We don't have a reason for the season because, you know, we never got presents. We never gave presents. We just saw everybody else with them. We didn't ever had a place like that. But we know that before the Messiah was to come upon the earth, we knew that he would come to a place called Bethlehem. And the challenge for us is God knows who you are, where you are, and what you will become. He has all of that out before us, just as in the Old Testament, Bethlehem was set up as the place where the Messiah would come. What if God, well, no, God does know, God did know, God has known from all eternity, past and present and future, you'd be here today. God has that in place. He knows that. Well, what if God, in having you here at this place, has given you specific talents and abilities for this day? that God has given you specific things that he has put in your heart to stir them that this day you're going to unwrap them. And the unwrapping of the Christmas presents, you know, I just let all that go. Uh, the unwrapping of the Christmas present. Sometimes we look at the wrappings that we have. The wrappings that we look at our life with, sometimes people aren't wrapped too tight. That's a little joke. People aren't wrapped too tight. Okay, okay. Your elevator doesn't go the whole way to the top. My elevator only stops in crawl spaces. You know, not wrapped too tight. Okay. <laughs> a few bricks shy of a load. <laughs> okay, got, got the idea. All right. You know, so whenever we look at the giftings that we have, sometimes we look at our giftings and we say to ourselves, you know what? If it were really good, somebody else would have it. 
If somebody else would have this gift, it would be important, but because I have it, it doesn't work so well. The challenge for us is to realize that God has given to us giftings. The gift of Christmas is Jesus Christ to our life, and the, the gift that Christ has given us is eternal life. But God has also given us the ability to share his love with other people. Now, sometimes that gifting that we have, that we are to gift to others, the gifted, you, you are the gifted, and the gifted that you have is to give something to someone else. Guess what? It might be your personality. No, not the grumpy side of you, the good side of you. You heard about the, the husband and wife, the pastor, the pastor asked the lady, did, did, did you wake up grumpy this morning? And she said, no, I left him sleep. <laughs> so we have people who are just grumpy. No, well, personality is how do you give good, giving good, a smile, an encouragement. Has someone ever given you a word of encouragement? Has someone put, placed with, before you something good that was just there at the right at the nick of time? Those are the giftings I believe God has given us to be at the right place at the right time to deposit good things into people's lives. Now, the, the, the little uh, clip that I have here, uh, do we have it? It's, it's, it's from, she comes in, she's on a, coming on stage in a, in a it's fr from uh, Britain's Got Talent. I just want the first part of it, if you put it up there. And there it is. <laughs> Ta-da! Okay, so whenever we are seeing Christmas, what are, the, what are the, the great things that God has brought to us at Christmas time? There's, when we look at it, we think of the light, the star. Christ is the light that shines in the darkness of our life. In the dark places of our life, there is a light of Christ. And in Christ also during Christmas, we think of peace. Christ is the Prince of Peace, and his peace is part of who we are. So there's the light, there's the peace, and there's the problems. <laughs> the problems that we face, that it is in the difficult times that God has come to give us the victory over the obstacles. So Christmas is more than just getting. Christmas is about giving. You see, God came to give us then whenever we start thinking of how God has gifted us, he has gifted us with opportunities to share who we are. This is, okay, if you can put it on there and let her voice come out. You, you want to watch her. If you haven't seen this, this is Susan Boyle. There's 300 million people have watched this clip. So if we would, no, it didn't work yet. So what I want you to catch when it plays... <laughs> is that here is this lady, she's 47 years old. She is the youngest of four sisters and five brothers. She is thought to have a mental disorder. 
because she, there was trouble at her birth, they diagnosed her as having a, um, a lack of oxygen to her brain, so she was never quite right. That was what she was diagnosed with. And, and we find her in her abilities. She has tried to sing on occasion, but people were so preoccupied with making fun of her, they never heard her talent. Now, in our giftings, God has given to us, every one of us, abilities. But somehow, some way, we allow them to be buried, to be wrapped in criticism, fear of criticism. What will other people think? What will other people say? How are they going to respond to me? And we keep those things keeping us off the stage of life. So here is a woman who took care of her aging mother till she was age 47. Her mother, the lady, is 47 years old, and her mother has died. She has not been out in public since her mother's death. She took the bus from her home to this audition, Britain's Got Talent, and she got on the wrong bus, and she had to make eight changes in buses to get to where she was supposed to be. And when she arrived there, she... <laughs> You'll, is you ready, are you ready yet? Not yet? <laughs> when we arrived, <laughs> when we got there, we find that uh, people, <laughs> people responded to her. And this is where the response that people have to her appearance. What do we always say? Man looks on the outward appearance. God looks on the heart. Okay, that'll be good. There she is. All right, so we got it. Here's this lady, what's your impression? What is your impression of this lady who's 47 years old? As a child in school, she was bullied. She was called Simple Susan because she wasn't quite up to par with her disorder because of her inabilities. Because of her lack of oxygen to the brain, that was what she was diagnosed with. So for 47 years, she's been living with this understanding she's not quite right. And during this time, she's tried to sing, but people wouldn't listen to her because she was too simple.
The biggest wake-up call ever. And you see, that's the talent. You see, God has placed in us talents. And here is a woman who, her whole life, no one would listen to her voice because they couldn't get by what they saw. And she was labeled mentally deficient, simple, because of a birth defect which left her with lack of oxygen to the brain. And you see, in our lives, there are talents, there are things inside of us that we label certain ways. We look at them and we say, I can't become because. And God has a way of biggest wake-up call ever (laughs) is a way that God's gifting, and this Christmas is about the giftings that God has already wrapped and put inside of us. And we are challenged by the Holy Spirit to tap those things inside of us, to continue to. She had a dream. And during her dream, she would go and take vocal lessons and things like that, but never could sing in public very well. She went to church. She was in her church choir, but didn't have any specials. (laughs) You know? And so we look at all the children (laughs) that were up here and some that weren't here, but inside of every one of us are talents and giftings. And our challenge is to allow the Holy Spirit to open the dreams that are in your heart because he isn't done with us. No matter where you're at in your life, he's not done with you. This is just the beginning of what he's going to do. Amen? You want to hear her again? <laughs> you have to go to, to um, Susan Boyle on the internet. This lady in 2013 sold over 19 million albums. 19 million. <laughs> and she couldn't find her way to the show. But she did. She didn't give up on her dream. And no one would listen to her till after her mother died, she was alone and said, I've got to do this, and went and tried out. <laughs> never, let your di- never let your dreams die. Um, the place, just the idea is that we all have dreams. Allow the Spirit to tap those dreams and make them real. 
unwrap them this Christmas. Keep unwrapping your abilities. No matter how many mistakes you make, don't worry about it. Keep on trying, because what's birthed inside of you is what God has created you for. Amen? Father, we thank you. Thank you for this season in which we are reminded, Lord, of the great gifts that you have laid in store inside of us, and we leave them there untapped, (laughs) unopened, because of some reason in our thinking. But God, there is the reality of your Holy Spirit, the creative power of God, the same Spirit that moved upon Mary and birthed the child in her womb is the same Spirit that moves inside of our hearts and lives and gives birth, conceives that inside of us of what you want us to be. And God, we thank you that these talents and abilities are there but the opportunities we have to bring them out are just presenting themselves. Bless, O Lord. Give us faith to believe in you and believe, O God, in what you have placed in us that we may accomplish your purpose in serving others. Whether it's a smile, a thank you, a hug, whatever, let us be that to someone else, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.